podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Friday the 27th of January. Sean Dyche is set to be confirmed as new manager of Everton. Previous frontrunner and club owner Farad Mashiri's first choice, Marcelo Bielsa, flew into England last night for talks with the Merseyside club, but it appears former Burnley manager Dyche will take over imminently. He's been out of work since April and, unlike Bielsa, made it clear during talks that he would relish the opportunity to relaunch his Premier League career at Everton. He'll take over a team that's lost 11 of their last 14 matches in all competitions and lie joint bottom of the Premier League. Staying with managers and England boss Gareth Southgate has revealed he considered quitting his role following criticism before the World Cup. His team were booed off after a 4-0 home loss to Hungary in June last year, which led to questions about his suitability for the job. Southgate said, I never want to be in a position where my presence is affecting the team in a negative way. He has since made the decision to stay on as England boss for the 2024 Euros. And it's FA Cup fourth round weekend, kicking off tonight with the tie of the round, Arsenal away at Man City. Those are your headlines. Okay, then let's start with the breaking news. Sean Dyche is set to be confirmed as new Everton boss. Not been confirmed just yet, but lots of newspapers are leading with this. They are reporting on it. It's breaking news because at at time of recording, uh, it's five minutes old, this story. So we'll wait and see. I mean, it looks like it's happening. To me, this is the correct decision. I think Sean Dyche is absolutely the right man for the job at the moment. But... The fact that it was between Sean Dyche and Marcelo Bielsa speaks to a serious problem at that football club. There is no joined-up thinking. Those two managers could not be more different. They just couldn't. There's no joined-up thinking at the club. They don't have a clear direction in which they're going. Mashiri's made it obvious, made it plain, that he wanted Bielsa. Okay, so that's one thing. Now, I'll talk about Bielsa and his, his qualities in a moment, but for the time being... Just think about this. Daesh is going in knowing that the owner of the new club doesn't necessarily even want him in the job. That's not a good way to start your managerial career at a new club, is it? You want to be going there knowing that the the owner of the club wants you there. You're his man. That's the decision that's been made. You're a team. And instead he's going there knowing that, ah, oh, well, I didn't quite get my first choice in Bielsa, but fine, Daesh will be fine. That's no good. Daesh is the right man for this job. He's been in this position plenty of times. He's been in relegation scraps. He's been manager of teams that have to play pragmatic football. Normally, you know, in the past it's been because Burnley haven't had the financial muscle to compete and therefore he's had to deal with certain a certain type of football, a certain type of player. Maybe that's the only way he can play football. Or maybe it's because he was restricted. Well, now he might have a chance to find out. He's not going to get much time or probably much money to spend in January, but he's got a decent squad of players and we'll see what his management chops really are. He's not going to play expansive football. Of course he's not. Even if they had players to do that, they are very much in a relegation scrap. So it's going to be very difficult for Daesh, but he's got experience of this. He knows what he's doing. Bielsa, I think Bielsa is a phenomenal manager. You you hear any other coaches in the world talk about football, talk about managers. They mention Bielsa. He's someone they really respect. They really admire him, and there's a reason for that. But as we know, the the way that Bielsa operates, he needs three months, four months with the team before they get used to his his fitness regime, before they get used to playing this murder ball. And you can't come into Everton, a team that are already, I mean, certainly mentally quite drained, I would imagine, but physically it's quite draining as well. 
you can't come into a club like that and expect them to adapt to this really, really high-intensity training and this expectation of being able to press, press, press non-stop for 90 minutes. It takes a long time. We saw it at Liverpool with Klopp when they were you're playing that that heavy metal football. It took them months and months and months to get used to that. And it would be the same thing. And it's, it's not the time to do it when you're coming into February and you're joint bottom with the Premier League. So it's not the right move. Bielsa seems to have rejected them anyway. So, you know, nobody wanted that move, it turns out, apart from Mashiri. Uh, but Dice is going to be there, and I think Dice will do the job. I think he's a, he's a really underrated manager, and I'm pleased he's got this job. I just wish he'd gone in with the blessing of the, the, the owner in the first place. All right, moving on then. Gareth Southgate has revealed he considered quitting. We sort of knew this before, but Southgate's had this wide-ranging interview yesterday where he's talked about this in more detail. Uh, he's very clearly somebody who takes the role of management very seriously. I can imagine he listens to a lot of uh, business podcasts. <laughs> I'm guessing. He must do. Because the way he said this, he said he doesn't want to be in a position where his presence is affecting the team. So, you know, that completely makes sense. He's somebody who is uh, very studious, very sensitive... I think he's really good. I think he's a great manager. He seems like a really good person. And I think the crucial part of it is there'll be people listening to this saying, well, we should have got rid and got a more progressive manager or maybe a manager who's more attacking. Okay, I understand those concerns. Maybe not the progressive bit, but certainly the attacking bit. Maybe he is a bit cautious. Maybe a little bit. But he's also been our most successful manager of the national side for a long, long time. I thought we were really good against France in that game. And I think that, in fact, the way we lost that game has made me more convinced than ever that he's the right guy for the job because we dominated large parts of it to a team that are one of the best in the world. I've never seen an England team do that before. So I'm happy that he's staying because the other thing is, well, who are the alternatives? I don't think that the likes of Thomas Tuchel or, you know, maybe even Pochettino, I don't think they are ready yet to go into international football. By ready yet, I mean they haven't given up on their club careers yet. They've still got so much to offer there. So what are the alternatives? The alternatives are pretty limited. There's not that much around. So Southgate, I think, is a really good manager anyway, but I certainly don't think there's anybody capable of taking over at his level. So I'm pleased he's staying, and I think that the the interview he gave yesterday just sort of adds more meat to that Um yeah. Right, anyway, FA Cup, fourth round this weekend. Some really good games coming up, starting with Arsenal away at Man City tonight. No idea how strong the teams will be. Um, but having said that, Man City are incapable of picking a weak team because their squad is so insanely de- uh, deep. So wherever you're watching that, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back same time, same place on Monday for more Whistleblowers Daily. Podcast Network.